1: What's up, Everything Medicare Podcast Nation? This is Christian Brindle here to today, and this is episode 99. We're one episode away from 100 episodes, and we have you, the audience, to thank for that. And today, I'm really, really excited about this episode. It's one I've been looking forward to doing for some time. I have a really, really great guest here with me today. I have Tracy McManaman from the Your Medicare Benefits podcast. Um, Tracy, like myself, is a podcast host. He's been doing it for a little while longer than me, um, helped a lot of people with it. And um, I'm just honored to have him on with us today. And we're going to have a great conversation about Medicare, maybe talk a little bit about the enrollment period coming up here pretty soon. Um, Tracy, thanks for joining me.
0: Thanks, Christian. It's great to be on your podcast. I was looking forward to doing this. I've, I've listened to yours. Uh Got a lot of road trips lately, so I've had a lot of opportunity to listen to your podcast, and I think you're doing a great, great job and a great service to the to the public.
1: Hey, well, thanks, Tracy. I appreciate it, and you as well. You know, I I like your style of you know um, condensing the information so that there's no fluff. I think a lot of people appreciate that. Um, so Tracy, let's jump right in. Talk a little bit about your story and and how how did you get into the Medicare industry? I know you've been in the business for, for 33 years now, which is insane to me. I mean, that's, that's crazy, you know, three decades of experience. So I I just really want to pick your brain and give a tremendous amount of value to the audience. Talk about your story. How'd you get into the industry? Well, it's funny you asked
0: that. I didn't think you were going to ask that question, but you know, I grew up in an insurance family. My father was an independent agent for 60 years, and I never wanted to, I never wanted to do what my dad did because I saw how hard he worked. Uh, he was always on call 24 hours a day. But at the same time, I knew that my dad had great satisfaction from what he did. And so, you know, I, I've been in professional sports. Uh, I've been in the advertising business. I've, I've lived in different parts of the United States. And when I started this agency 33 years ago, I actually took a piece of paper and I wrote down 10 things that I thought I wanted to do, you know, buy a McDonald's franchise. I think everybody thinks about these kinds of things. Chick-fil-A didn't exist. Chick-fil-A didn't exist back then. I would have bought a -A (laughs) Chick-fil-A right away. But uh, Subway sandwiches, you know, uh, consulting agencies, what have you. And so the last thing on my list was an insurance agency, believe it or not. And so I said, okay, I, I prayed about it for a long time and I jumped right in and we were, thanks be to God, we were very successful right out of the gate. With that, I landed some huge accounts and, uh, you know, I've never looked back, you know, even after 33 years, Christian, I enjoy, and I look forward every single day. I have n- I, I don't hit the snooze button. I can't wait to get going every day. Okay. The snooze button doesn't exist. On my <laughs> and so um, I'm at the office extremely early. I'm here very late. Like you, I'm sure, uh, you know, especially right now we're, we're working at least six days a week mm-hmm. and i um, just getting ready for the different things that we're going to be facing with open enrollment and things like that. But um, I, I love doing what I do. And you know, I heard one of your podcasts before about sharing commission income with what we make as agents. And I and I thought, wow, that's really unique because the public doesn't know that. Every time, not every time, I'd say probably at least half of the times that I help someone with their Medicare benefits, they either ask me initially or they ask me at the end to say, okay, how much do we owe you? Mm-hmm. So my, my response is, close your eyes. <laughs> what do you see? Nothing. Well, that's what you owe me. But <laughs> Um, you know, I, I don't know like you, what are, what we get paid and, and, um, you know, I don't get involved in a lot of these trips and all that kind of stuff. I do what's best for the consumer because I'm going to meet them at the grocery store or I'm going to see them walking down the street with my kids. And I have five children. I don't want us to have to run to the other side of the street to avoid somebody or not look at someone in the grocery store and say, Hey, how's that going? You know, how's your family? How's Mm your kid? You know? that's not who I am and that's not how I built my firm. And so that's really what, what makes me and that's really kind of what motivates me every single day.
1: Hey, well, I can appreciate that quite a bit. And, you know, um, you and I are kindred spirits because I got into this business because my father right before me, you know, had been in the business for, uh, quite some time, you know, late eighties, early nineties, is when he mm-hmm. got in himself, probably around the time you did. And, um, you know, and so I, I was the same, I was in the same boat, you know, he never thought you <laughs> wanted to be an insurance agent, you know? Right, probably right. L- l- the bottom of the list, you know, so yeah. I, I can sympathize with that. And, um, you know, I, I, I can always appreciate an agent that, you know, the needs of their clients is what they're concerned with, you know, and I yeah. think that's, that's when you get the most reward out of it. I mean, this podcast right. that I've done, you know, a lot of people in the industry look at me as a controversial person for the things I talk about on my podcast and yeah, being yeah. willing to disclose commissions and stuff like that. People think I'm crazy for willing be willing to do oh, something yeah. like that. But, right. you know, I think uh, people like you and I understand because we we're in we're in the business of helping our clients and not necessarily ourselves. Right. Well, let me transition right. over to this, Tracy. Let, let's talk a little bit about your podcast what, talk about your approach when you're making an episode. How, how do you come up with topics?
0: Really, it's based on, and I'm sure much like yours, it's based on the questions that I get every day when I sit with a consumer to try to help them understand Medicare. Mm-hmm. And so I, you know, I'm, I'm helping them with their Medicare, then I go back to the office or at, after the meeting is over, I then sit and think, wow, they didn't really understand Part D or they don't understand this Part B deductible. How does that work? You know what all the mass confusion that's going on about Plan F, whether it's going away or whatever. It, as you know, all these oh, let's just call them knuckleheads that say, "Oh, they're going to," you know, Plan F is going to have eighty percent increases and all that kind of stuff. Oh my so, goodness, yes. You know, there's just so much noise out there, and we're to blame. You know, our industry is to blame, and mm-hmm. us agents are to blame because. Can't really say is you probably feel the same way. A lot of them are telling the truth, and Agreed. that really that really fries me. And so, my podcast when I started this years ago was really designed to address a single issue or two issues if they're if they're related, and just kind of sort it out. You know, <laughs> if you people don't want to know everything about Medicare, right? I've never had somebody sit down and say, okay, I I have three hours now. Tell me all you know about Medicare after 33 years of being in the business. Never have that, never will. So they want to know what the fine points are, the important points. What's the exclusions? You know, how does a supplement compare to an Advantage program? You know, what's this open enrollment? I have a Medicare supplement now. Can I change it, you know, without open enrollment? You know, all that stuff. And there's just so much noise that – I thought that I could just create these podcasts and then just address those issues. And, in a very clear, I don't edit my podcast, by the way, you might hear me, you know, uh, stumble or whatever. It's just me. It's just me talking to them, to you. And and that's how I like it. And that's really the way that I designed it. And it's so far, thanks be to God, it's going pretty well.
1: I can appreciate that. I can appreciate that. Cause I've, I've had a similar approach when we started doing ours, you know, I wanted it to kind of just be, um, it started out with just basically me ranting and riffing, you know, about <laughs> a certain topic and, um, you know, didn't edit it, you know, um, uh, people, you know, some of the gals in our office and people we work with were like, well, we should cut this part out. We should cut this part out. I'm like, nope, throw it up, Right? Ooh, throw it up. Right. I'm like, I'm like, I made a mistake, throw it up. Cause it's real. Yeah. You know, um, so I can appreciate that. Um, Let's talk about clients for a second and kind of how you operate in in your agency, Tracy. What what is your approach when you're working with someone on Medicare? Let's say, hypothetically speaking, someone's aging it and they they don't know anything about Medicare. What is your approach as a broker when you're working with somebody as far as helping them through that process?
0: (laughs) Well, you know, I've written a lot of things as well. And there's a few things I tell them not to do. Okay, and I probably, and I know you did the same thing. Number one, do not put your name on a website, your phone number on a website. Mm-hmm. Agreed. That, I can't tell you. I've been in people's houses, and I just, you know, hear the phone ringing and hear the <laughs> voicemail going on. And, you know, this is so-and-so from ABC, NBC, whatever, and it, it's just ridiculous. So that's probably the first thing I tell people. Second thing I tell people is just bring in all of your brochures that you have and you you don't need to answer the phone because I'm going to tell you all the things that the association plans talk about, the ones that are on TV about every eight seconds throughout the day. right? (laughs)
1: Yes, of course.
0: There's primarily two. And I said, I tell them, don't call those people. You know, you don't, you you shouldn't just say, I want to call this particular insurance company because I saw their ad on TV or I heard on the radio or I got some of their material. So that's something else that I do is to try to get them to steer clear because Usually when it's all said and done, I try to present three different options for a consumer. Three different you know, three different carriers. And I and I will say this, Christian, I, I stay very close to the name brand carriers. You know who those are as well mm-hmm. as I do. And um, as do I. As do I. You know, in my in my county alone, there are fifty-six different insurance carriers. And I don't and and I live in a very small, depressed county. So it's ridiculous. And so, you know, again, you and I go the list and you say, oh, you know, this particular company started uh, two years ago and whatever. So, you know, I steer clear of those. I stay with the majors. But most importantly, what I do is I find out what the consumer wants, what they know about Medicare and what they need and what they can afford. You know, you ask the same questions as I do.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, do you travel? Um, do you, you know, how about your doctors? We got to check your doctors. We have to check your hospital because, you know, again, the, the problem with some of the plans that, As I say to some people, you can have access to the doctor next door, but you may not have access to the doctor across the street based on some of these plans that that, the way that they are. Mm
1: -hmm. And so they don't hear
0: that kind of stuff when they call the call centers, right? No, not at all. Ours is the best, and you can do this, this, and this, and we give you free this and free that. Um, So the needs analysis, I guess, is really what I'm saying. That's really where we start. You know, we find out what they what they want, what they know, what they need to know, and what they can afford, and then we you know we build from there. And I I present Medicare Advantage programs as well as supplement programs based on what that consumer is in their best interest, not mine but theirs.
1: I think that's a great approach. You know, is um, showing them both sides of the coin. You know, I've I've always said that I thought that I thought that you know if someone really understood well enough to make a decision, Medicare supplements on one side with a drug plan and Medicare Advantage on the other, if they really understood them well enough to know I'd like that one or the other one, I think that's 70% of the difficulty right there. Right. And right. I've never quite understood agents that go into a house or they sit down with somebody that, you know, they go into the meeting with the intention. I'm going to, I'm going to push this product. I don't care right. who it is I'm talking to. And I, I never understood that. That's just ludicrous to me.
0: Yeah, you know, I ran into this ju- just yesterday. Uh, a lady is turning 65. Uh, unfortunately, she has end stage renal disease. She's dealing with an agent who's only got five years' experience. Mm-hmm. He didn't even know what end stage renal end stage renal disease really was, or what oh, or, what her options were. And I, I just, you know, I'm just, I was totally flabbergasted by that. And I, we can, of course, talk about the carrier. Who, you know, what he was doing. He had to go home. He had to go back home to research it. That was like six weeks ago. He still hasn't called because he didn't know what the answer was. But um, you know, you can't do that. You've got to operate on what the client needs and wants. And and as you know, in some markets, the Advantage program is awesome. Yeah, definitely. Based on the market. Uh, I'm near a market in Pittsburgh, for example, where the Advantage program is probably 70% of the market share. This The there's the competition we have with the, with the health plans and the networks. You know, we have a two major hospital systems fighting over each other, but um, and they both have health insurance, Medicare plans. And yet the Advantage program, because of the competition, is, is incredible. Uh, and the supplement programs are just not affordable. I mean, they're in the $300 range for a person turning 65 for, you know, a plan G. And yeah. so... It doesn't make a lot of sense in some cases, uh, based on the market, when you have access to the quality healthcare that that the Pittsburgh market has, for example, or the Cleveland market, for example.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 all market based, you know. And I, I agree with you a hundred percent, you know. Um, you know, I've al- I've always used the example of my on my home market, Utah, and then probably my second market, which is Florida. You know, comparing the two, you know, Utah's probably close to a 50-50 med sub, med advantage market, maybe, maybe more, maybe more 60%, 40% advantage med sub. And, but if you compare it to a market like Florida, you know, med subs are expensive, not as expensive as 300 a month, but pretty, you know, probably 200 a month. Yeah. And the advantage plans are, you know, they came from heaven, <laughs> right. right. you know, and so it's, it's all about market. You know, I just, I, I wish that was talked about more. I don't hear it talked about enough. I feel
0: really yeah, you know, I, there's draw there's drawbacks to the Advantage program as we both know. The networks are, uh access to doctors and, and care and having to get things pre-certified and all that kind of stuff. But for some people, that it's it's okay. And That's so, right. you know, you just have to find out. I mean, one thing I didn't mention. Have, We've have talked a little bit about their health history. You know, are they high utilized oh, yeah. here? Oh yeah, I have cancer, or I go to the doctor every six months for whatever. And so, you know, that that's another very important uh, dimension that we pursue and find out what their what their health status is. But it's really it's market based. I agree completely. And of course, it's based on the individual. Yep, absolutely.
2: What's up, everybody? This is actually Randy W. Hall, Mr. Nice Guy, Medicare Advisor, not Christian Brendel, your esteemed host. I'm here to tell you about my Medicare agency, Mr. Nice Guy, Medicare Advisor. Based here in Tennessee, for the past 10 years, I've been helping Medicare beneficiaries just like you in Tennessee and Kentucky maximize their Medicare. If you're a regular listener of this podcast, you know Christian always encourages you to deal with a broker in your state who sells all the different plans and will give you not just a quote, but also advise you and educate you in a way that is simple to understand. We know how confusing and overwhelming the whole process can be. We do it all for folks on Medicare, from supplements to Advantage Plans, Part D, cancer products, hospital indemnities, and more. So if you want to get a free quote or a consultation, I urge you to call 615-578-5174. Again, that's area code 615-578-5174. Or for more information, you can visit my website and read all about me at MrNiceGuymedicareAdvisor.com. That's all one word. Mr. Nice dot com. And again, why deal with a jerk when you can deal with a nice guy?
1: Well, Tracy, let's let's talk a little bit about the, the enrollment period for a second. We're we're just a little bit under a month away. So <laughs> Let's talk, let's talk, so let's say there's somebody listening to this that, you know, let's say, hypothetically speaking, they're, they're, they're in a state that neither of us are licensed in. And so, and they're just confused about what they should do. If, if, if you had some generic advice for someone on Medicare as a whole that, that that could possibly help them make a good decision during the enrollment period, what would you give someone like that?
0: Well, again, i tell them not to put their name on a phone number or their, on a website or their phone number on a website. But, you, you know, in my, in my business, I always tell people that you want to have three things at this stage of your life. And I'm almost there myself, as you can tell. Uh, I'm pretty close to Medicare age. Three things that you want. You want a good accountant. You want a good attorney. And you want a great Medicare agent. But a great Medicare agent is not someone who just came into the business or whose uncle's brother's sister's mother uh, is looking for business. I always say on my podcast in particular, 10 years or more. The agent must have ten years or more experience in the business because even this year to next year the changes are huge, right? Dramatically. And just like this guy that was helping this lady that I talked to yesterday did not know what end stage renal disease. Now, of course, that's in the test that we go through every year, as you know.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know what can you do for how to help someone like that? But this guy had no clue. So, and he had five years experience. That's what he said. But I always say con- contact an independent agent not a captive agent, and by captive, I think we should explain that. Not someone who just works for XYZ insurance company. Mm -hmm. Someone who represents XYZ, but also ABC and the one, two, three, and the one next door. Someone that is independent in 10 years and do not put your name or phone number on a website.
1: Well, I think those are all really good tips. You know, I think I think all of those, you know, can be really helpful for someone on Medicare. And I'm sure, you know, with, with, with your years of experience, I'm sure you've seen more agents than I can imagine come and go in the business. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, that too. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, I think that's a really good, um, catalyst. You know, I've, I've always told people, you know, you, you probably my, 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 my time period has always been five years, but you know, I think five to 10 years somewhere in there is probably a good, a good margin, but there's so many agents, you know, that, have been in it five months, that will say right. they've been in it five years. And that's, right. that's, that's the tricky part, you know, being, being able to determine who's, who's authentic and who's not. <laughs> you know, the other thing that I do, and I'm not sure if you do it or not, but I always tell people that
0: I'm here now, next year, the year after, and the year after. You know, I, yes. I, have, a 12, I have a 12-year-old daughter at home, okay? So I'm not going yeah. anywhere, even though I haven't been in this business for 33 years. I'm not going <laughs> anywhere around real fast. And I have another daughter that's 17, and I have four other daughters, none of which are married. So I only have one married daughter, and I have four wow. more to go. So I, you'll, be long, you'll be retired by the time I get uh, done with this. <laughs> but, um, uh, the, the whole process is extremely important, and having a good attorney, having a good uh, C, CPA and a good insurance agent, because I give people my cell phone number. Mm-hmm. I, and I always tell, and I, you probably do the same thing, I guarantee that when you first turn age 65, the doctor or the hospital is going to screw up your first bill. I I can almost guarantee it. Absolutely. know, probably six times out of ten, the doctor or the hospital does. (laughs) They don't don't bill it the right way. They use the old information nine times Mm -hmm. out of ten. So I give them my cell phone number. If you have a problem, text me a copy of it or bring it in or mail it to me or fax it to me, whatever. But whenever you have a question about Medicare, call me. Text me, call me, come in, whatever, because chances are, I already know the answer to your question and I don't want to turn you over to an 800 number and say, Oh, call the 800 number and go through this problem. You know, you and I have been through that. Of course. So and- all my clients have my cell phone number off, and I get text, and that's fine. You know, they're quick, easy, boom. And, and that because mm-hmm. healthcare, Medicare is important and you know, they don't want to call a call center and talk to somebody in no. a warehouse in maybe, maybe the United States or maybe someplace else who, mm-hmm. well, you know, how do you spell blue cross, blue shield, you know, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. I'm being I'm, in contact. It's a constant, it's a constant, uh, relationship that I have with my clients.
1: Yeah. I've always said the best ability is availability. You know, like that. Can I use that? Of course. Of course. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, Yeah. I I mean, we, we do the same thing here. You know, um, every single client of ours has my personal cell phone number. You know, text messages are such an efficient way to follow up with us. And, um, you know, I think the access is so important to people. Where so many agents (laughs) and agencies. They're, they're trying to find ways to cut the access off. Right. You know, people like us. And that's the reason people like us stay around, I feel. You know, right. we're, we're happy to give the access. And I think that's always a good, important, uh, right. very important factor.
0: Yeah, no, I think that's critical.
1: So Tracy, one last question I wanted to ask you, and then we can wrap, we'll wrap this thing up. And I've asked every single person that's come on this question. You may know where I'm going with this. If you've listened to some of the episodes, um, this is going to, it's a difficult question to answer. And like we kind of, we kind of touched on it a, a little bit about, you know, it's based on market. It's based on need. But if you, had to, if you had to pick one or the other, would you lean more towards the Medicare Supplement side of the equation or the Medicare Advantage side of the equation as a whole? If, if, if you had to for one reason or another, which way would you say that you lean? Well, of the
0: many, many, many clients that I've handled, I've never had anyone tell me that they wanted to switch their Medicare Supplement plan uh, or you know do something different. Um, mm-hmm. So, to answer your question directly, probably at least seventy five percent of my business is in the Medicare supplement field. Once they understand the benefit of a supplement and they 're significant over the advantage program they you know they, if they can afford it and if their needs dictate that, then that 's what they end up doing but um, the supplement just has so many more benefits than the advantage and I think that even with the expansion of some benefits to people next year that you and I both know about, mm-hmm. it still doesn't warrant the restrictions that are still inherent within some of the programs. And access to doctors is becoming more and more important to people. And me too. My doctor just left a big hospital system, and now he's going to the other side of town, which is even farther away from me. I already go 45 miles to see him. In fact, I have an appointment at to noon tomorrow. Um, <laughs> But now we'll have to go 60 miles one way just to see this guy because I like him. And, mm-hmm. and so my health insurance, you know, allows me to do that. But in the Medicare world, if I had an Advantage program, there is no way mm-hmm. under the sun that I could have that access. And that to me is important. I have a long relationship with them. I have a couple of other dermatologists, doctors that I like very much. My wife, of course, wants to keep her doctors, my children's pediatricians and things like that. You know, those are important. and access. Availability, acceptance, not having to wait to get things approved. You know, you know the new thing now. I'm, maybe I'm going too far with this, but um, an MRI. I, I just ran into this the other day. A guy had a uh, bulging disc in his back. He's had it for years. He, he's he needs surgery. So, what did the Advantage carrier say first? Because the doctor ordered an MRI. The MRI got mm-hmm. rejected. Go get an X-ray. Okay, So he goes to get a $50 x-ray, which then allows him to go get the $1,200 MRI, which then validates what the doctor slash surgeon's concern was. So now the surgeon can do his job. But, you know, there's so much of this protocol stuff that is inherent in the Advantage programs as well that people, quite frankly, just don't like that. That's what I find in all the clients that I've helped throughout the years. But, again, the Advantage program, it's got the Part D built in in most cases, as you know. The dental, the vision, you know, that's uh, not really probably all that it's brought up to be. Some yeah. benefits are better than others, uh, but uh, you know, the supplement probably at least seventy-five percent or more of my business is the supplement and the affordability of the supplement. I think people are scared that it's so expensive, and when I show them a Plan G, for example, and I'm here in Ohio, as you know,
1: a Plan G, a hundred and two dollars. Well, that's some that that's that's. That's a no-brainer in my it's opinion. A, you know? It's a name it's a
0: name brand uh, carrier, you know. And everybody once everybody I did six of them last night as a matter of fact. I was at, at my computer I was running rates on on uh, six different people and every one of them came up with plan G for 102. And that's great. That's fantastic. It, yeah. So, um I, I really like this topic. if it was for me, people ask me what would you do? You know, you're Christian, you're, you know, you've got decades to go before you have to be in my shoes and (laughs) be close to medicare but people always ask me what would you do okay i've explained the benefits the pros and the cons what would you do and i tell them for me i'd get a supplement Mm -hmm. i wish i could get plan f but i'm not going to get there fast enough yeah i'm gonna
1: gonna definitely take plan g next best thing right Right. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I appreciate the. I appreciate this perspective. And I I think there's a lot of merit there. You know, I think there's just so much simplicity for people with the Medicare supplements. You know, you don't have the first, I mean, you mentioned the hoops. You don't have the hoops to jump through. Um, It's just easy. You know, it's just easy for people. People like simplicity.
0: Right. Yeah. I have a guy that uh, I was with the other day. He's 82 years old and he has a, uh, another plan. And I said to him, he's, he's a, wonderful man. I said, how would you like to never get a bill again the rest of your life? He said, really? Because I pay deductibles. I pay co-insurance. You mean I don't have to have another medical bill ever? And of course, as you know, because he's 82, he's eligible for plan F.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: I said, yes, both you and your wife, not going to get nickel and nine anymore. He said, let's do it. So I'm going to see him Monday, take care of him. he and his wife. They're both, she's 80 and he's 82.
1: Well, that's fantastic. I mean, that's great. Um, Tracy, I wanted to finish this up by, I wanted you to talk a little bit about your podcast. If anyone was listening to this episode and they just kind of, you know, they, they, they really, um, something you said maybe resonated with them and they wanted to hear more of you and more of your perspective and, uh, more of your experience and expertise in the Medicare industry, where can they find, um, the Your Medicare Benefits podcast. What platforms are you on? How can they find you? Talk about it for a second.
0: Yeah, thank you. Um it's called the name of my podcast is called Your Medicare Benefits. We're on iTunes, we're on Google Play. Um, um oh gosh, I can't think of all the different places we are. Uh, Stitcher, what are the, what are the other platforms? Blueberry? Uh, Blueberry, Blueberry. Spotify? Blueberry. Are you on Spotify? Oh, yeah. Um and, you know, we don't promote our podcast. It just is organically grown throughout the years. But we're, we're there. Um, if people can't find it, they're welcome to call me. I'll be glad to, you know, send them a link to my episode, whatever, you know, just to make it easy. But uh, and people always have access to me directly. I, I am not a call center. I, I say that I answer my own phones. Uh, <laughs> I, do, I don't have uh, 16 people to go through before you get to me. You call me, I answer the phone. That's the way it works here. But um, I'll be happy to send him a link to the podcast. But it's called Your Medicare Benefits. Uh, iTunes and Google Play—we're uh, you know pretty well spread out throughout those two platforms, in particular.
1: Well, great, great. Um, and and if anyone's watching this on video on YouTube, I'll p- I'll post a link in the description to um, Terry's podcast on Apple Podcast, and I'll also put Stitcher in there if you don't have an iPhone. Um, And, um, thank you so much for taking the time, Tracy. I mean, thank you so much for coming on and thanks for your your sharing your expertise. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's been a pleasure. I mean, this was a great conversation.
0: Yeah. You know, we found each other by, by mistake. That's right. That's right. And so I'm going to have you on my podcast and I, you know, I want to hear your story. You've heard my story today and my approach and my philosophy, but you know, you and I both know that there is just so much bad information out there. And I've listened oh. to your podcast, and I know that, you know, you and I are very much like-minded. And so I want to have you as a guest on my podcast and share, you know, your story, your abilities, and, you know, what you see the market doing and, you know, what what's the trends, what's happening. Uh, because I think a person that is dedicated like yourself and providing this type of service to the, to the public uh, really needs to get their story out because the noise is incredible it 's just incredible it 's in and it 's inaccurate mm-hmm. and it 's self serving too you know a lot of it 's self serving stuff and i can 't stand that um but you and I are very much like minded we i didn 't know that i forgot because I did listen to the one podcast where you talked about your dad
1: yes and yeah
0: so i I did forget that and i 'm sorry, but I do remember oh. you sharing that.
1: That's all right. That's all right. We've, we, I've done so many episodes that it just call all fine, kind of falls into a black hole sometimes. So <laughs> it's not a problem. Well, yeah, I mean, um, when, when, when the time suits you and it suits me, let's set it up. It'd be a pleasure. I'd love to come on. Okay. All right. Thanks so
0: much for having me. I really appreciate it. God bless you.
1: Hey, the pleasure's all mine. Everybody. Thanks so much for listening. Um, go subscribe to Tracy's podcast if you're not already. Listen to some of his episodes. I encourage you to do so on every platform that podcasts can be found. And we'll be bringing you a new episode next week. Thanks for listening. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Hey, everybody that listens to the Everything Medicare podcast. This is Christian Brindle, and I just wanted to take a minute to tell you thank you so much for listening to this episode. I had a great time talking with Tracy. I think um, a lot of absolutely invaluable information was discussed for people on Medicare in this episode, and I encourage you to check out his podcast, the Your Medicare Benefits podcast, that can be found pretty much everywhere podcasts can be heard. Um, I just wanted to kind of give you... At the end of this episode, just give you an idea of what's going to be in store going into the enrollment period for this podcast. We were going to do an interview and I talked about it in previous episodes with Justin Brock earlier this week, the Medicare guru, but our, our schedules weren't able to link up when um, we weren't able to, to make it happen but and um, and we're probably not going to be able to talk to Justin at least until after the enrollment period just due to um, how crazy busy his schedule is, and as well as mine, after the 1st of October. So, just wanted to let you know about that. I know a lot of people were looking forward to that. I'm sorry we couldn't make that happen. Sometimes schedules just don't link up the way they're supposed to, and, you know, it's just a fact of life, especially around this time of the year where everything's so crazy for everybody in the insurance industry. Um, It's going into next week. We will be doing our regular schedule... Monday, Wednesday, Saturday, and we will continue that schedule going into the enrollment period and going all the way through the end of the year. Um, I have no plans to change that schedule like we did last year. Last year, we cut down the episodes we were doing, which oh, I don't know why we did that. I just felt like we couldn't keep up the, the content for you. But this year, we're making it a, a very, very high priority, and it's going to be done. Um, we're going to be doing a lot of information about what's changing for next year. A lot of the changes, folks, I can't say until October 1st or after. So I know a lot of you have been asking, hey, I want to know what's changing for next year. Why aren't, you, why aren't you talking about what's changing for next year? It's because I can't yet. Um, Medicare has an insane amount of rules that surround it for professionals like myself and others about what we can say and what we can't say. And we really can't disclose anything about anything in 2020 until the next calendar year so just wanted to let you know starting next week We have some great content coming, but then the week after that, which will be the first week of October, I have bombs to drop for you. Changes with drug plans, changes with the donut hole, changes with the coverage gap, which are the same thing as the donut hole, changes with the Medicare supplements, changes with a lot of Medicare Advantage programs. I'm not going to mention any particular companies or anything like that, um, but we'll have a lot of changes to report for 2020, and I will just drop the bombs as soon as I'm able to to do so. So make sure you're tuning in for that and, um, check out our videos on YouTube. Check out, um, Christian Brindle is the YouTube channel and check out, um, our social media platforms to be, to be kept updated throughout this crazy time period, through the enrollment period. Again, the enrollment period changes become public October 1st, but you can make changes from October 15th through December 7th. And, um, Just keep an an eye out for our episodes. They will come as normal, um, and we will be dropping bombs as soon as we're able to. So very excited to be able to do that. I've been biting my tongue for far too long. Thanks for listening to this episode. We'll talk next week. Have a great weekend.